Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. Today we are going to ask the question, what do you really know about Christmas? We need to be honest about what Christmas is or isn't in our culture and how it got that way. For example, other than giving the account of Christ's birth, there is no imperative nor an example of celebrating that event, Christ's birth, in the biblical account. So how should we decide what to do? It is always good to consider religious legalism versus the heart when talking about loving and knowing God. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 10 reminds us that those who are saved by grace become new creations and the good works follow. From other scriptures, we understand that good works has to do with correct attitudes and how we treat each other and not with what ceremonies we go through. The sum of the commandments, Jesus tells us, is to love God and to love our neighbor as ourselves. So, what do you really know about Christmas? A few years ago, I did a lot of research about Christmas for a presentation to a large group, and I ended up creating this quiz for the group. The answers to the quiz and some of the explanations of those answers will be at the end of the blog post on the website, and I'll put a link to that in the notes. And I have also created a PDF of the quiz, so you could print it out and share it for fun at a gathering if you wanted to. So this is a multiple choice quiz, which adds some fun to it. But here on the podcast, I'm just going to read the questions. Number one, to whom is attributed the idea of a creche, also known as a nativity scene? Number two, what country is the historical St. Nicholas said to have come from? Number three, which Roman god is the precursor to Father Christmas? Number four, which name alternative for Santa Claus comes from the German tradition that the Christ child or Christkindl traveled the earth bringing gifts? Number five, who is Black Peter? Number six, Who wrote a book on Dutch history in 1808 that greatly influenced the current version of Santa Claus? Number seven, who was Thomas Nast? Number eight, what Christmas character or characters got its or their start in an advertisement for the department store Montgomery Ward? Number nine, Why was Christmas Day a day of apprehension and even fear in Europe by the 1400s and as late as the 1800s? Number 10. In which state is the town of Santa Claus? Number 11. What animal led to the minor crisis that resulted in Silent Night being written? What instrument was used while singing it for its first generation? Number 12. Approximately how many years after its composition was the authorship of Silent Night generally known? Number 13. How many baby boys are estimated to have been killed due to Herod's decree? 
14. What post-birth sacrifice indicates that Mary and Joseph were poor? 15. About how many miles is it from Nazareth to Bethlehem? 16. How many places are named Bethlehem in the United States? 17. Why did the Puritans outlaw Christmas? 18. During what time period were most of our Christmas traditions solidified? 19. Approximately when did the winter celebration begin to include Christ's birth? 20. How may Puritan rejection of the winter festival have helped win the Revolutionary War? Now, what does the Bible say about festivals? Colossians chapter 2 says not to let others judge us by rituals and festivals, which, which surely can be taken to imply that we also should not judge others by their festivals. What is performed outwardly in repetitious ceremony has little to say about real devotion of the heart. It is also true that God shows a pattern throughout the Bible of encouraging a good party or feast. The specific ones that he designs are with the intent of pointing people to his promises and provision. There is nothing, however, that indicates that we can't have a party just because we want to, and the way we want to, within the bounds of love for each other. Others should be allowed to do the same, even those with different beliefs. And I discussed this a little bit more in an article I wrote called Jesus Isn't the Reason for Everybody's Christmas Season. What about the origin of Christmas symbols? The question of the origin of symbols frequently becomes a hot topic, and in some times and cultures, it may have been wise to refrain from certain things, especially if they were so strongly associated with something you don't want to be associated with. But currently, it appears that most of the time, this sense of horror at certain things is limited to a few people who have been most vocal about it. Most other people know that a type of decoration or a type of music have little to do with the true meaning of knowing or following God. The fact is that every gift on earth came from God, and though it might be distorted by some, it does point back to Him. We can choose what to think about when we see or hear things. And just a couple more comments about people who don't believe in Christ. Is there anything that should be considered about that when celebrating Christmas? Is there any reason even it has to be Christ-centered for the Christian? It could be simply participated in as a winter festival by followers of Jesus Christ without denying him. We have parties for Valentine's Day or recognize summer solstice without specifically invoking that it is a time of special consecration. Exactly how we choose to celebrate Christmas has little to do with a real understanding of what has been done for us through Christ's death and resurrection. If we really know him, we are walking with his spirit every day, not just during a festival. We could just as well be following the principles of Proverbs 15:13, which say that a merry heart does good like a medicine, and we can follow that principle all year long. On my website, I've listed a bibliography of 14 sources that I used to put together the quiz and to study Christmas, so you might find that interesting as well. If you are listening to this when it was recorded, it is Christmas Eve in the year 2021, and I wish you a very Merry Christmas. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey.